The Omaha Storm Chasers have gone back and forth this week with the Memphis Redbirds at AutoZone Park, scoring nine runs on two occasions in wins on Wednesday and Friday. Wednesday's 9-6 win was called in the ninth due to rain, but featured five home runs from the Chasers, including two each from Brewer Hicklin and Freddie Fermin, their first homers of the year, plus Emmanuel Rivera's second long ball in as many days. Then it was Vinny Pasquantino's turn to leave the yard for the first time in 2022, as he drilled a two-run shot in the fifth inning Thursday for his first of the year. Then it was followed with a monstrous solo shot in the sixth in Friday's 9-3 win. While the Redbirds lead the series three games to two, the bullpen has continued its outstanding work this season for Omaha, responsible for all eight of the team's wins with just a 2.31 ERA. Of the 10 relievers that have pitched this week for the Chasers, seven of them have not yet allowed an earned run, including Colton Brewer, who picked up his first save of the season on Wednesday and has now pitched eight and one-third innings without allowing a run while surrendering just one hit, one walk, and striking out 11 across five appearances this season. The Storm Chasers will look to split this week's series with the Redbirds and get back to 500 on the season at 2.05 Central Sunday afternoon from AutoZone Park in Memphis. For the Omaha Storm Chasers, I'm Nicholas Batters. Now, over to the Northwest Arkansas Naturals, where after what felt like an early season power outage with one home run through the first nine games of the season, the Naturals have exploded this week in Texas for 11 home runs through the first five games on the road against the Frisco Rough Riders and currently lead the series three games to two. The losses on Tuesday and Thursday were quiet offensive performances with just two hits in each, but the wins on Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, the bats exploded in a big way, albeit a bit wind-aided with 20-mile-an-hour gusts out to left field all week long, seven different naturals have homered this week, including two each from Nick Lofton, Michael Massey, Suli Matias, and John Rave. After a 440-foot blast on Wednesday, Lofton stepped up for his second plate appearance of the night in the second inning on Friday against former Baylor teammate Cody Bradford. The bases were loaded. The first pitch. High in the air, drilled deep to left center field. Fabian back. He looks up. It is gone! gets the better of his Baylor teammate with a grand slam over the left center field fence and he blows it wide open six to nothing the Naturals lead the Rough Riders in the second it was the first of two grand slams this week for the Naturals as Tucker Bradley added an opposite field shot the very next day in the fifth inning on Saturday after the Naturals had already tagged Rangers top prospect Jack Leiter for four runs in the third inning forcing him out of the game after two and two-thirds on the mound for the Naturals Angel Serpa has now thrown nine and a third scoreless innings as he fired five frames without a run on Friday, his second straight scoreless start. On Saturday, Dante Biazzi made a spot start in place of Ace Lacey, whose turn in the rotation was skipped with some back tightness. Biazzi fired four scoreless innings with four strikeouts, while Walter Pennington picked up the win on Saturday in relief in his double-A debut. The Naturals look to win this week's series on the road against the top team in the Texas League Sunday afternoon at 435 Central as Alec Marsh makes his second start of the week. From Riders Field in Frisco, for the Northwest Arkansas Naturals, I'm Nicholas Batters. Not much has gone right over the past week for the Quad Cities River Bandits, who are in the midst of a seven-game skid, including a loss on Wednesday that saw the Bandits cough up a 9-2 seventh-inning lead. And while the offense has posted just a 2-19 average over the past five games, the pitching staff's 7-12 ERA and a 188 whip 
are both the highest marks in all of High A over the last five games. Despite their overall struggles, though, there have been a few bright spots, including Gerard Gonzalez, who's reached base in 12 consecutive games, Emilio Marquez and Caden Monk, who each worked three-plus innings of one-run ball out of the bullpen this week, and Cam Williams, who entered the series just one for 22, but has home runs in back-to-back -back games, including this opposite field shot on Thursday. Men on the corners and two outs in the top of the eighth, the Bandits trailing by four. Lazar's first pitch home is skied towards deep left center field, giving chase is Rodriguez. Freilich looking up, and it's gone! The second hit of the season for Cam Williams is his second home run. A three-run blast to left center makes it a one-run ball game. After the series finale in Appleton today, Quad Cities will return home to Davenport to host the South Bend Cubs for the first time this year. With the Quad Cities River Bandits, I'm Kyle Kerchival. The Fireflies have had some troubles at home against the Wood Ducks, but one player has found his footing during the series. Rivertown, who had only played in three of the Fireflies' first nine games, got a chance against the Wood Ducks at Sager Park, and he hasn't looked back. He's currently riding a three-game hitting streak where Town is 7-for-10, including these hits. Town is 7 for 10 in the series with two homers, three doubles, three runs scored, and three RBI. The Fireflies have also seen some great starting pitching. Noah Cameron, Luinder Avila, and Eric Sarantola combined to work 12 scoreless frames for the starting staff, a run that lowered the starting ERA by over two points. Columbia hits the road next week to visit the Myrtle Beach Pelicans for a six-game set. From Columbia, I'm John Kosis.